Hi there, good morning. It's uh, it's Councillor Glenn, and it is a nice, warm, sunny day here at the end of November. I believe it is November 26th, Saturday, November 26th. Today, I am at Frederick Banting School, uh, next to the mural at the side of the school here. Really, uh, really nice murals here. There's a couple here. Here, let me just tilt the camera up so you can have a look. One of the student murals here at Frederick Banting on Stittsville Main Street. Um, Lots of updates today, some local things, some citywide things. Um, a lot of people talking about <clears throat> the dog rescue that happened on Thursday over at the stormwater pond on, uh, on Fernbank. Uh, there was a, a lab who fell into the water, went chasing after some geese and uh, Ottawa firefighters, Ottawa paramedics, Ottawa police responded and were able to uh, to rescue the dog and also assist the owner um, at the scene. Everybody's okay, that's the good news. <coughs> Excuse me, everybody's okay, that's the good news. It's a really good reminder though, if you're near stormwater ponds, especially at this time of year where the water can be quite cold, uh, keep your pets on a leash. And at any time of the year, be really careful around stormwater ponds. Even if it looks like they're frozen over, uh, just because of their, their function, uh, in terms of managing stormwater and different pollutants that might be in the water, that ice surface may not be as solid as you think it is. So please use caution around stormwater management ponds. And I know we're not quite cold enough for skating yet, but remember, skating is not permitted on the city's stormwater ponds either. So, um, Ottawa Public Health reminding people again this week to please uh, wear a mask when you're indoors or in crowded spaces, wash your hands, stay home if you're sick and make sure you're up to date on your vaccines uh, i got vaccinated my, my latest covid shot this week so i'm fully vaccinated now and encourage everybody out there to do the same thing obviously there's a lot of respiratory illness circulating in our community we've got covid 19 we've got rsv and we've got the flu so make sure your vaccines are up to date and uh, let's help keep our entire community safe i want to thank everybody who uh, tuned in to our Bill 23 Q&A webinar on Wednesday evening. Jeff Leeper and I hosted the webinar. Jeff is my council colleague representing Kitchissippi Ward. That's kind of the, the Hintonburg and Westboro area. And uh, we had about 180 people at the peak tuned into the webinar. We had a panel of experts answering people's questions about how the new Bill 23 is gonna affect planning in our city and planning in the province. Um, the, the short version is significantly. There's a lot of changes, a lot of concern. Now this week, as the bill made its way through the legislature, they did made, make a few small tweaks. One of them that's important is they've reinstated the ability for third parties to appeal a planning decision. So that means a community association or resident will still be able to appeal most decisions that planning, uh, planning committees or councils make around planning and development in the province. So that's good, uh, but there's still a lot in there that's concerning. Uh, yesterday, <clears throat> our city treasurer sent out a summary of the financial impacts of Bill 23, and we're in the tens of millions of dollars. And over, over several years, we're in the hundreds of millions of dollars of financial impact uh, that this Bill 23 is gonna mean. It, it reduces the amount of development charges these are the taxes that uh, are charged on new development. It reduces the amount of parkland that we can collect. So all sorts of changes that are, are really gonna challenge every city in Ontario uh, to fund new growth and the infrastructure that goes with us. 
uh, with it. And as you know, we are already behind on that infrastructure. So it is a big problem. Now, Mayor Mark Sutcliffe was in Toronto on Tuesday, met with a number of cabinet ministers, <clears throat> including uh, Minister Steve Clark. He's responsible for uh, housing and municipal affairs, so planning in the province. And uh, one of the things, well, I guess there's two main things that Mayor Sutcliffe asked for. First of all, was delay passage of this bill for another 30 days. Give all, all of our new councils in Ontario more time to have a look at it and provide feedback. But second, give us a financial mechanism. Give us money. Let's put it simply. Province, give cities money to make up for the, the financial gap that this Bill 23 is going to require. All right, uh, moving on, uh, staying at City Council in the province, uh, we have two City Council meetings this week. On Monday, we're going to get a legal update on um, the city's legal battle with the um, RTG over light rail. So we're getting a big update on that on Monday. And on Wednesday, we have our first uh, regular council meeting of the term. Also expected on Wednesday at 11 a.m. is the release of the provincial inquiry recommendations into LRT. So we'll be watching for that. And uh, word came out this week, the cost of that inquiry has now hit over $14 million with most of that covered by the provincial government. But it's um, a huge amount of money. Um, one of the things we'll be looking at at Council on Wednesday is we will have the tabling of the governance report. So for uh, people who follow the municipality closer, closely, this governance report sets out, among other things, uh, how many committees we have, what those committees do, how many people are on the committees, and different procedures for how council works. So it's kind of the rule book for city council, so we'll be getting a look at that on Wednesday. I want to turn locally. I've had some questions from people about why some of the city work is taking so long in our community. And it is taking a long time. There have been a lot of delays. Um, it, is, it is due to two things primarily. Uh, the major factor, uh, by and large, is supply chain delays. So, for example, a few weeks ago, there was a shortage of concrete in the city. And so private developers and builders and contractors, as well as the city, uh, we just had no access to concrete. So that delayed, for example, the sidewalk work over on Renshaw Drive. Now that's come along and it's completed, but uh, it took a long time. The same uh, issue is affecting uh, the work on Fringewood and Granite Ridge. Uh, but everything is back and proceeding now and trying to get things back on schedule. Uh, but besides supply chain, there's also the issue around COVID. There's crews who are getting sick and cannot work, so it impacts the ability to finish work quickly. If you have any specific questions about a specific piece of work near you, uh, send me an email and we'd be happy to send you the updated schedule. But hoping to get uh, all of these projects done soon before winter comes, obviously. And speaking of winter, uh, just be aware of winter parking rules in the community. Look for signage. Some streets have uh, winter parking restrictions that are in effect. And also, uh, if we get a big snowfall, uh, the city can enact a complete winter parking ban. And the best way to stay up to date on that is you can go to ottawa.ca slash parking and you can sign up for alerts by email anytime that there's a winter parking ban in Ottawa. Now, I share that out on my social media. Sometimes we even put out a, an email newsletter on that. But uh, if you can go to ottawa.ca slash parking and sign up so that you're not caught unaware. And please, 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 if there is a parking ban, move your car off the street. There will be bylaw officers out ticketing, um, but whether there are or they're not, uh, it helps to keep streets effectively clean from snow during the winter, and it really makes a big difference. So thank you for your cooperation there. Now, 
uh, next Saturday along Stittsville Main Street, just on the other side of the camera here. Uh, it's going to be the annual Parade of Lights. And so uh, Stittsville Village Association still looking for a few more volunteers. So if you or your family or any organization you're involved with wants to do something to help out in the community, contact stittsvillevillage at gmail.com and let them know you want to volunteer. You can help to supervise a barricade along each of the side streets along Stittsville, Maine. And the parade happens next Saturday, December 3rd at 6 p.m. I'll be on the City of Ottawa float. Looking forward to that. Also for volunteers, uh, we are looking for more volunteers to help out at all of the community rinks in the neighborhood. All the outdoor rinks in Stittsville are run by volunteers. There is some assistance from, from City of Ottawa with the equipment and so on, but uh, uh, they're all run by volunteers. So if you'd like to help out at a rink near you, uh, please get in touch and uh, happy to connect you with the, the lead volunteer at each of those rinks. I think we are still looking for some volunteers to take the lead at Mark Yakubuski Park over in the Fernbank Crossing area. So if you live near there and you'd like to help establish a rink for your, your neighbors and families there, please let me know. A uh, couple up, up, upcoming events. The next date for the Rotary International Film Series is November 28th. You can visit the Rotary's website, Rotary Club of Stittsville, for more information about that. December 1st, the Stittsville Business Association is hosting a meet and greet at Brew Revolution in the evening. Again, visit the Stittsville Business Association's website for details. And uh, December 2nd and 3rd is the annual Christmas concert for the West Ottawa Ladies Chorus. And so you can visit their website for tickets and more information. I think I'm going to drop in on Friday night and check out the show there. Uh, finally, I want to say a uh, welcome to Lisa, who has just joined our team. Uh, and she will be covering a parental leave for Amélie, who just started her parental leave. So good luck, Amélie, with, uh, with your family's big adventure coming up. And uh, welcome, Lisa. And uh, thank you to everyone in my team for everything that you do to help out residents day in and day out. I've got uh, a great team. And uh, thank you to residents as well for, uh, for alerting us when there's issues in the community. And thank you for everyone for watching today and staying up to date with what's happening in our community. I'll talk to you here next week. Have a great weekend. Take care.